so I reiterate here, the bill is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. Ho, ho, Hong Kong. I am Andy Kurt, and I'm sitting here with my man, Vivek Mabubani. If you guys want to find me online, you can check me out at Andy Curtin on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Where do they find you, bud? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Funny Vivek with the letter M. Since we have no guest today, I'll say that again, at Funny Vivek letter M. Finally, no friggin' guest. Yeah, you don't have to be polite anymore. You don't have to put pants on. <laughs> yeah, He's great. Peter's on. Peter, we got audio. Can you hear me, buddy? Let me know if uh, we're all good. And, yeah, we're doing this every Sunday, 11 a.m. Hong Kong time. So get on. Get on the live stream. This is where all the magic happens. Exactly. This is really live, people. You can test it by calling in later on. I love that you brought a towel. Yeah, dude. You know what I do because it's so hot in this room? I put a towel where my stomach is. That is amazing. Because it just drips onto the bottom of my T-shirt. This is why you're a professional. This is where <laughs> this is where they attention to detail. I've been sweating for 37 years, dude. I know where I sweat. Where my glands are is right over here where my belly is. But how do you – you know what I, my experience has been? Because everyone's like, whoa, Hong Kong summer, Hong Kong summer. Honestly, yeah. honestly, hasn't been that bad. I just adjusted. I'm like, all right, I get sweaty sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's because you're an outdoor guy. Like you probably have, you know, you grew up going the outdoors, you know, yeah. hiking. So you're used yeah. to all the little humid forests and. Well, uh, no, Australia is a dry country. Yeah, it is very dry. There's no humidity. But yeah. I think it's more of this, just this idea of like, you know, when I was in the military, I was like particularly good out in the field. Oh, yeah. Because like all these people, they were like tough soldiers and everything. And then they get out in the dirt. Yeah. But for me, it's like, okay, we're dirty now. <laughs> You know, you just don't fight it. That's a secret. It's fighting it. What were you fighting for? Stage time? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. We're just painting soldiers, actually. <laughs> yeah, fair <enough. laughs> I'll take that. We were actually inside of air conditioning, but it felt very dirty. Well, I mean, the juice boxes definitely were humid and moist. No, but like, in all seriousness, like, here's a perfect example I'm yeah. talking about, right? So I was going for a hike with, with Pete and Ryan and yeah. some, some of the other comics, and it started to rain really, really hard. And Moose yeah. was there. And, and half of the guys were like, you know what? Let's just hike in the rain. And I, I was like, I'll do that. And I went with my wife, convinced her to come, which is a miracle. Yeah. But what she did was she tried to hold an umbrella. Wow. And I was like, this is the problem. <laughs> if you try to stay dry yeah. when there's no possibility of being dry, yeah. you're going to have a traumatic experience. Yeah, exactly. But if you just go, all right, I'm wet. Yeah. I'm sweaty, whatever it is, then you're good. That's you're going to have psychological good. issues, man. You're going to get depressed. You're going to feel empty inside. You're like, I still got wet. I did everything I could. You know, I avoided the rain wherever. I Actually, it was an Indian guy that opened me up to this. Really? Yeah, I was at, in, I was in, like, we were in a SAS training area in the middle of bush. Yeah. And it started to get cold because it was winter around the field. And I was struggling. I'm putting everything on, packing jumpers in my shirt and everything. Yeah. And he goes, mate, take it all out. Just yeah. get cold. And it was the best advice I ever had. You trained in the military with Deepak Chopra? I, yeah, you met him. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he was on acid at the time. Deep, yeah, I know. He, he, he says some wild stuff, man. Balls deep, eh? Um, <laughs> no, anyway. it's good. I mean, I'm, well, first of all, 
Speaking of weather, dude, anyone who's living in Hong Kong can word unpredictable. Crazy like, rain. Listen, right now, blue skies, right? Yeah. I would not be surprised in the next seven minutes we're gonna have rain, thunderstorm, and blue skies again. I was having lunch the other day on a hot in like a high place, and yeah. to the clouds, like a storm cloud, just like appeared at the window, yeah. just smashed the window, and then it was gone. I'm just moving so fast. So Hong Kong, so efficient. Yeah, that's so Hong Kong. Get the yeah. job done. Rain a bit. We're done. Play YU for a minute. And, yeah, uh, exactly. Um, oh man, rain on you. Anyway, so uh, let's avoid that. I'm, I'm, every I'm, every episode, I, think we're stuck I, now. I, I actually, I, I'm finally waning off of that now. Like it's slowly getting out of my head. No, I'm going the other way. I'm oh, yeah? finally actually annoyed by it. Deepak <laughs> Chopra, would you shut up? Man? You, you've made Andy another person now. So okay. actually, before we get into today's topic, one thing I wanted to hear your thoughts on was like some big news this week is Trump has come out and said no WeChat, no TikTok. And people are pretty upset about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, should we take a moment of silence? I don't know what we should be doing over here. I'll take a moment of joy. <laughs> I mean, honestly, look, I, I, I'm not a big fan. I, I don't use TikTok, number one, because uh, of my age. And number two, like with WeChat, literally the only reason I would use WeChat is because I have no choice other than using WeChat to talk to people in, in mainland China. Yeah. You know, like that. And to be very honest with you, I don't like WeChat not for the political reason, number one. That's number two, but because like, the web interface sucks for WeChat. Oh, really? I thought it was all right. It's terrible because, like, basically, so, like, wait, you, you like WhatsApp better? Yeah, because what's what, the difference? So, WhatsApp, when you're on the web interface, I can still see the previous messages I spoke with. Mate, you. that's a feature. You got to turn on auto loading. See, that's the thing. They should <laughs> that should be assumed that everybody wants to see the previous messages. Mate, it's all in there. Every time you scan on it, it says, "Do you want to load previous messages?" Really? It doesn't ask me that. Yeah, well, that's you. Oh, Aren't man. you like a tech guy? I can't believe I just out-teched you <laughs> on a Chinese. Yeah, but you pretty... had guidance from Deepak Chopra, man. I mean, like, that's not really fair to me. Oh, my God. Oh, you know, okay. I have to turn it off because there's so much crap on WeChat. I guess it loaded up my hard drive. Oh, my I looked, I had 30 gigs of pictures But it doesn't even show me WeChat. messages. Like, I can't yeah, see. You never switched on. Man, now I'm going to have to be anti-Trump now. I love how I've just debunked instantaneously <laughs> your whole theory against WeChat. Like, yeah. about the politics for Politics for a second. Yeah, let's How do this. you use it? <laughs> How do the basic features Look, work? I did that on purpose. I knew every feature about WeChat, but I wanted to go against the stereotype that I should know everything about the feature. And for, for the reason of the next generation, just like Trump's reason for blocking WeChat and TikTok, I decided to look dumb on the podcast, let Andy, the military-trained guy, tell me that <laughs> there's a feature on on the web app of WeChat. So thank you very much, people. I'm glad I solved racism. And uh, with it. that, we're good. What, what, do you, what do you think, dude? Like, like couple of things. TikTok? I don't use TikTok, but I'll tell you this. I accidentally clicked on a TikTok video recently. I accidentally clicked on Pornhub.com too. Yeah, <laughs> accidentally without incognito. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> I love incognito. It's the best thing ever. I love how they just have this feature. Yeah. It's just that everyone's just like, that's the porn feature, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Hey, what's up, Miss Chewy? I think that, yeah, that's, anyway. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so I click on this video and it comes up. I know, I, I just think, Miss Chewy, is that Dorothy? I think it's our friend Dorothy that's coming on there. Anyway, and I got Keely, my buddy's on, a bunch of people getting on. Hey, Peter. Hey, guys. Uh, so anyway, yeah. I click on a TikTok video and this thing comes up because you're not allowed to use TikTok in Hong Kong. Uh, everyone cares that you're not allowed to use it in the US, but no one seems to care that you can't yeah, use it in no Hong Kong. Yeah, 
Uh, anyway, so it comes up in my thing like, oh, uh, we have exited this market, um, but we were happy whilst there that we could bring a little joy into your life. Oh, God. I was like, fuck you. Oh, God. Bring a little the... joy into my life with your crappy app, like my miserable life. Yeah. Thank, thank you, gods <laughs> of TikTok, for bestowing a moment of happiness that on my like, poor peasant life. That sounds like some asshole after one night stand. Look, I mean, we had a really great time. I'm glad you brought some joy in your life last night. I was night, so but... pissed off at that. Yeah. I was like, when well, you think your app has more joy in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I might be miserable, but I get to make that decision. TikTok, you don't get to choose exactly, that. Exactly, man. Oh, my God. Wow, that is very pretentious. But like, I'm glad we could make your life. Dude, thank you. I, I want to send it to you. I was oh I was read this. I'm like, which one of you assholes wrote this? <laughs> yeah. Bring a little joy in yes. your, your pathetic existence. <laughs> what an assumption, man. I was, yeah. You know, really I, I read market. that. I'm like, get out. Yeah. Get out of every other market, you crappy dance. Oh, you little 16-year-old dancing? That's the joy that I need. Yeah, in right. Life. I mean, I was going to kill myself until I saw someone do the t-shirt challenge. And I was like, oh. Wait, oh. don't jump off that building. It's the floss. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> doing ah, flossing. Yeah, there's meaning to life again. Thank I, you. I'd rather you. watch people actually flossing. I know. Clearly, TikTok doesn't know we have incognito mode. Here we go. Question from Lingalonga. Hey, fellas, how much money did you guys pay to stay on the top line of the lives list for three weeks until your show starts? Oh, no. Hey, hey. Hey. Pay money. (laughs) Listen, buddy, this is for producing quality content. Yeah, yeah. Let me explain to you. We're comedians. Enough said. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, there's no money being paid. There's... Like, let me explain to you how. Listen, Lingalonga, I'm just glad that we were able to bring a little joy <laughs> into your existence. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, but I'm like, no, but seriously, we didn't pay anything. Yeah, we didn't pay. Like, we're, we're so no budget. We're in a room that has no air conditioning. People, we saved understand. on the aircon. Yeah, and we and we managed to still top the live list. Not That's too it's all shabby. about. You know why? Because we embraced the heat, Andy. Yeah, we, we didn't try to fight it. Also, our friend Shannon helped us get up. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we kept, <laughs> Shannon, don't don't talk. Thank you, anything. Shannon. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing that I want to point out, yes. right? So all these people are saying that this is the sob story that gets sold. They're like, all oh, these people in the US, the only way they can communicate with their friends in China. You're not on email. You don't yeah. have email. Get yeah, on exactly. email. Because yeah. here's the real problem. Forget about the politics of like data control. This is the issue that I have with WeChat. It is a tool of oppression, yeah. right? Like I have friends who are Uyghurs. There's a quote. Let me find this quote from, yeah. from the- I uh, mean, honestly, the one thing I hate about instant messengers is that it's instant messaging to the point that sometimes you can't keep up. Because like, I remember- No, no, no. Listen to this, dude. Listen yeah. to this. So WeChat is set up in China right now yeah. so that you cannot exist in society without it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You can't. Yeah, you know, they don't. Right. They're stopped allowing. They, they, most places don't take cards anymore. Yeah. So this is a problem when tourists go to China. Yeah. They have to get the tour guides to pay for stuff because you can't even use cards anymore. Yeah. Right. They've set it up so that you have to be on WeChat or Alipay. This is the same situation yeah, with yeah, both. Yeah. And this is why is because then they control your WeChat. If you screw yeah. up, they sh- they freeze your cash. They prevent you from transportation you can't get on transportation yeah and then you can't communicate with anyone yeah and that's it and so this is an actual quote from the president he said the system is designed to allow the trustworthy to roam everywhere under heaven while making it hard for the discredited to take a single step you know what that actually translates think about to? that that actually translates to if you're a good person We'll let you have a little joy in your yeah, life. Yeah, what's a good person? Yeah, right? exactly, right? Right? And so that's where we get the depth yeah. of this. And it's like, 
oh, I'm sorry, you had to get on email to communicate with your friends in China. Well, guess what? The the, the That sliding convenience that you have, just yeah. imagine how that app's being used yeah. for people that have no freaking ability yeah. to even... I mean, that's quite crazy because, like, <clears throat> how, how do you define, like, you being a good person? It, it's like your parents... Mate, it's the social credit <clears throat> score. That's how. Exactly. That's what it is. And the problem with the social credit score is... You do this, we consider that bad, so that's bad. It's like it's you know, it's like typical old school traditional parents saying, You will become a doctor or else you're a disappointment. Yeah, except well. when they say you're disappointment, then they become the doctor and they harvest your organs. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they give it to your sister. It's like, I don't need a kidney transplant. You take it, you take, take it. it now. Yeah. You sell it for an iPhone. Yeah. You don't take it, we're gonna cut your score again. Yeah, so I wow. don't know. I I'm not saying that WeChat <clears throat> should definitely be <clears throat> shut down. But if it gets shut down, cry me a freaking river. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, you, oh, you're inconvenienced. Well, guess what? There's an inconvenience on the other side. And a friend of mine who's a Uyghur in Shanghai just had to report to the hospital again to prove that she's not pregnant. She is married. Wow. And she routinely has to, and if she doesn't re- yeah, report, report in, yeah. they shut her WeChat down. Wow, dude, that is another level, man. That's it. You see, that's the thing. What I find is that I have a lot of, let's say, relatives and stuff overseas, and they cannot grasp the the magnitude of what's going on. Like the whole, look at the protests. I'm talking about this whole issue that, like, what we just discussed now. I'm like, that's because you, it's it's beyond your imagination. It's true. It's you know what? You're so right. Yeah. And I see. I I have this theory, right? Like people, people are saying this year's the worst year ever, and it's like. You know, trying to define how much suffering there is in the world, yeah. it's totally immeasurable. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like looking up at the sky and saying, how many stars are up there? It's totally immeasurable. Yeah. You know, are there less stars than there were a year ago? Nobody knows. Is yeah. there more suffering now than there was a year ago? Actually, you don't know about that. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You know? I think the only difference is that now there's maybe more coverage. Well, there's a story to connect it to, and there's yeah. a story that affects you. And if you're your life situations change and it's a, and it's tied to this narrative that you see it looks like there's been this drastic change in the amount of suffering in the world but actually probably hasn't really yeah insert punchline here yeah this is a comedy <laughs> podcast yeah. that's not going to get us arrested oh hang on someone there's some guys in suits just coming hey, in hey be funny <laughs> be funny no I thought they were going to arrest us wait a missed joke back. Jesus Christ <laughs> Linger longer. Maybe you're right. Maybe we should. Well, they, they did say comedy is equal to tragedy plus time. So eventually, by the end of the podcast, there might be one joke. Oh, linger longer is on my, my wavelength here. He said, have you considered that the whole thing is a product of collective consciousness? I'm with you on that one, The buddy. Matrix. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, look, that's another level of discussion as in like, you know, you could live in your own world. I mean, look, for two guys who are comedians and we meditate, there's a big kind of challenge where... Should you just basically, you know, shut it off and be in your own world and realize that, you know, you're fine with where you are or do you kind of fight for the better stuff? No, there's a, there's a lot of discussion there. Well, I kind of look at it like this. It's, it's like I'm not saying there aren't bad things in the world that should be changed. But if you realistically look at how you're processing it, are you really changing it or are you just causing more suffering for more people around you? Like, for yeah. example, as satisfying as it might be to go and yell at your cousin on Facebook, really – Really, is, help, is that yeah. helping anyone? Yeah. You know, or maybe yeah. that guy just needs a little bit of forgiveness and understanding. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's kind of like saying you see a guy bomb on stage. You go up to him like, oh, you were terrible. What were you doing? Or you just say, man, you know, that's part of the game. You can do it. Come on, come back next time. You'll, you'll be better off there, you know? So that's the struggle in life, I would say. But then speaking of struggles, I mean, like nowadays, we, we're still in this weird state in Hong Kong. 
I feel pretty lucky to be in Hong Kong. Oh yeah. Oh, that's for sure. Like hundred percent. You know, I, I mean, I have this as a bit, you know, where yeah. I'm like, my parents are always reading the newspaper. I'm like, it's dangerous over there. You have no human rights. It's fire. Right. So the picture with the fire. They're, they're in Melbourne, right? Yeah. They, they're allowed out of their house for one hour a day yeah. within a small radius around their house. And I'm calling them up like, hey, mom and dad, are, yeah. you, are you allowed outside yet? Oh, You're in dictatorship? Your parents um, So, you know, the, the premier of Victoria, when yeah. Melbourne is, he took all this money from the Chinese government to build all this infrastructure. It's oh, true. Okay. Belton Road yeah. built all of these overpasses in Victoria. In Melbourne, and so they, they call him Communist Dan. Oh god! <laughs> hey, Communist Dan! No, like I think fifty percent of people in Melbourne think that he's uh, like a member of the Communist Party. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You probably got a little seat of their name, Communist Dan. Uh, question: Are there still beggars lying face down on the footpath near the Hong Kong Harbour? Um, uh, the fewer now. You know what? I feel like that. I haven't I seen homeless seen, yeah. people around. I yeah, don't know what's. Recently. I don't know why. Yeah. I do know that. So, so one of distancing. Our, they don't trust us. One of our friends, Matrei, uh, she works very closely with a group called Impact. Yeah, Impact Hong Kong. That yeah, do amazing yeah. work, and they have a, I guess, like a store or like a place that yeah, a yeah, space yeah, that they up, use. Yeah. It's it's in Mongkok, I think. Uh, it's up, it's up that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not able to operate like normal. She's still doing stuff in, stuff in the street. She said, people walking around them, I was staggered at the amount of homelessness. Dude, have you been Where anywhere you? else? There's not that many homeless people here. Yeah, actually, yeah. you know what? The number's actually quite low. Yeah. I looked it up. It's only like 5,000. Wait a second. Did you just go out last night when the bars were open? Yeah, that might have just been people in LKF. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. I, which part of Hong Kong did you see that? I, I do. You, I tell you one thing that interested me, though was when I went to one of these impact things where they hand out the food, yeah. uh, not to help. I just wanted to yeah. write material about yeah, it. Yeah, give me some material, <laughs> poor people. <laughs> no, I, anyway, I was helping out. But um, there's white homeless people here. Yeah, dude. Dude, there is a, a white gentleman that stands out, uh, sorry, kneels outside the Jordan MCR station every now and then begging. Yeah, there was, this white, there was white, there was like French dudes. Like yeah, a, yeah. So uh, I think Dorothy's saying in North Point, Sham Park, so I used to, uh, there's an overpass there that yes, they used yeah, to live yeah, at, and yeah. I, I went there a couple of times yeah. just to some too many. food there. Dude, that thing has been intentionally lit on fire yeah. several times. To stop them from staying there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. They, there's no way they got their stuff out. I mean, it's like a camp, you know. Yeah. And people just – how? They, they go in – yeah, begging as opposed to homelessness. Uh, so okay, so the difference. Yeah, so good question. <laughs> the the problem is with begging. There are a lot of obviously the fake beggars and all that. That happens all the time. But with homelessness, yeah, there are certain areas that you just know that there will be these guys staying. Over yeah, there. there's people that live there. Yeah, so I mean, they, even like Causeway Bay, you would have a few people under bridges. And I got to tell you, I looked at the little camps where the each person that was bigger than my apartment. It, hurt, it hurts. <laughs> it it hurts. Like, I was like, this yeah. doesn't look that bad. No rent, no rates. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. They had a view. They had a view. I look at a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, right? You're, you're like, this is 360. I'm like, you're in the middle of North Point. Yeah, it's like- convenient, right? You can be next to the MTR station if you need. Dorothy said, in Fortress Hill, there are two homeless people living under the bridge permanently. They set up the bed and stuff permanent address. In- oh, there are, I mean, look. There are so so. This is the issue with some of the homeless is that because it's so unstable that at any moment something can happen. Some of them actually have to move, like let's say regularly, you know, a few weeks into it. 
Uh, question, Lingalonga, do you think that COVID was a convenient event to occur to retard the amount of civil unrest in Hong Kong? So uh, I, I think you're mixing this podcast up with the government press conference. Yeah, I'm a, Carrie Lamb over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I, it depends what you mean by convenient event. My, my view is the conspiracy theorists will say that China designed WeChat or they designed this and that. I, I think that any government in the world isn't that capable, but they're opportunists. Yeah. They see the situation and they say, well, how do we swing this? You know? Yeah. So I don't think it was it convenient. I mean, certainly, you know, I forget about what COVID did. Once they brought in the security law, it was pretty much a done deal. Oh, it was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean I- there's like people aren't going to be out there in the streets when they, there's such a huge risk to them. I think people are just unwilling to go out. Now. No, because it's vague. It's, it's such a vague law. You don't know what entails it. And it's literally for the police to say, uh, yeah, NSL. And you're like, what did I do? Like, yeah, Dude, you the that first look. day, remember? Yeah. The first day they brought it in, the police were bragging on their Twitter account. Yeah. And they were just nabbing, like, pretty, yeah. pretty ordinary people. The first arrest for the national security. I'm like, why are you showing off? Like, uh, this is not something you should be telling us. Like, we did it, guys. Uh-huh. We're like, no, no, what? We yeah, don't like this I law. just that that is so undermines their their uh, benevolence. Yeah, when it should be like you know what this is the system that we have to deal with the problem. They're just the joy, yeah, which with they enacted their new powers. Yeah. I mean it, it's a shame when the police are proud that they arrest. I'm like, dude, it, it tells you that there are issues we're dealing with when you're at this level of arrest. So, reopening right. of Hong Kong. All right, okay, comedy segment begins. Hello! <laughs> Are you guys in a relationship? What's no. the deal with opening? I am so excited about the city opening up. Yeah, dude, like, okay, so first of all, it's opening up, but, like, it's a weird kind of opening up. Yeah, well, it's similar to last time. So, yeah, it's much slower. So what we've had is basically restaurants shut for a few days or something. No, it was two days. Oh, you mean oh, you mean the full shutdown? Full shutdown oh, yeah, was yeah, two, yeah. like oh, that restaurants was, not being allowed to be open was like two days. We were speaking of homeless people. Let me just say those two days, everyone pretty much was homeless during the day. So that the whole what happened was they tried to shut down the restaurants, full blown shut them down, and realized that people need to go to restaurants, and they were just crowding in the street to eat their lunch. They they shut down full day dine in, and literally, not kidding, the the uh, Sophie Chan or whatever her name is that uh, health secretary, whatever. She went on an interview the week later, she, and they were like, you know, the debacle of shutting down the dining, you know, what do you think? She's like, well, it was those two days that we realized people actually have to go to work. Yeah, we forgot that we didn't ban them from work yeah. either. And I was like, uh, okay, I don't think uh, you understand how Hong Kong functions. So that opened up again, but it was like two to a table, only open till 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks ago, they said the restaurants can open until, I think, 10 p.m. Yeah, 10 p.m. Bars can. Yeah, so know. bars opened on Friday. Yeah. And last night, I was out. Ooh. I went out. I did a live show last night. Oh, really? Have you done any shows yet? No, I do. Oh, yeah. The shows are allowed? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay, no, right. oh, Keep going, keep going. <laughs> They're not my shows, so yeah. I'm fine. That's I, a long uh, question. So there are shows, right? So my yeah. opening joke last night, I was like, uh, yeah, I used to work at the Riff that shut down because they weren't sure when they could have 
shows again yeah, two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, it's like that it. motivational poster where the guy's like almost there. It's like yeah. never give up. They gave up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Such a shame. It's <laughs> just like you're digging just like a thin wall of dirt before yeah, they got through the other side. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. They're like, ah, we're never going to get yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, but, oh. I, you know, I went out and so bars officially, you're allowed to have your mask off you're eating but not smoking yeah 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 um and the cops were in force immigration Which well, area immigration you? cops regular cops lkf they were all around here oh, really huge mobs of cops you sure they were not just dressed up i know no but they, here's the thing right so they did it when it was a 10 p.m shutdown on the restaurants yeah to be like 10 p.m they just nabbed people like yeah. 10 or 1 boom nice. you're done okay same thing last night i didn't stay i've got kids i didn't stay yeah, out yeah, till yeah, midnight yeah. Yeah. Um, I was there till <laughs> I was like, my wife's like, we should go home. I'm like, yeah, it's late. I looked at my phone. It was 9.30. Uh, <laughs> That's the story of our lives, people. Peter was saying, actually, Peter was one of the people that tipped me off to it. He said last night they were around China Bar. Which is, oh, in Wine Track. No, China Bar's oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, the one on the slope, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, one no, there's one China. China, 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 People were standing in the street, not yeah. wearing masks. Peel Street, if you uh, go there, you're going to see a crowd. Of yeah, there were crowds. Yeah. You know, where I was, you know, nothing was getting enforced properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Full on, man. I went to Tycoon as well, and like that little bar that's near the entrance there, all packed. I'm like, oh, okay, going to keep walking. Expats or locals? Mostly expats. Yeah. Expats, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was a mix. I don't want to just blame the expats, but yeah, they definitely. But it's a mix. Yeah, yeah, They definitely. Yeah. On the leaning on the percentage yeah. wise. This, this is why me. places like Melbourne are in shutdown and everything because it's like yeah. it never shocks. I, can I say this about people in Hong Kong? They are so cool with not blaming foreigners for yeah. stuff. I know they do a little bit, but yeah, not as much as yeah, they would yeah, in like yeah. any other country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, like I think very leaning, like in the sense, kind of like, uh, like if you were in Melbourne right now yeah. and everyone's locked in their houses, yeah. and then it was just like. Chinese people out in the streets, oh. mate. Can you imagine? There's already enough rage against Chinese yeah, yeah, people yeah. in Australia. It's like icing on the top, man. The racism that would Ooh. explode in a moment man. like that. So yeah. hats off to Hong Kong people. Yeah. They are very forgiving to our uh, alcohol-loving loose expats. Hey, no one's perfect. Well, then again, no one's perfect, except especially us. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Okay, so things are opening up now. Yeah, bars and everything have opened up. People are, you can see a bit more smiles. Gyms have opened up as well. That was exciting for Beaches me. Beaches haven't. Oh, let me tell you this. Like, when I saw the news, I was like, oh, I, oh, I did. Did you hear my, why, the theory why they're not open? I only heard you cry. Yeah, like, no, I'm okay. Cry. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I'm just so crying. What? I'm just what? poking fun at Ryan. Why, because life's a beach? Like, what was going on? Because they fired all of the lifeguards. No way. Yeah, they've got no one to watch the beaches. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. Oh, that's gold. That's gold. They're like, we don't think you'll get COVID. We just think you can't swim. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible, man. And it's so uh, funny because like in Australia, like, yeah, we have lifeguards, but mostly we, we yeah. But well, no, you take you use a lifeguard when you have kids in the world. Yes. Right? Yes, so yeah. for the most part, I don't need lifeguards, I can swim. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Like just don't go in the water. Then I mean can we be on the sand at least? No, can't do that. Yeah, you might fall over and drown in sand. Yeah, I heard the thing called quicksand. It might be there. It's <laughs> that's like uh, for really. as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, really? Like what what cartoon are you watching? Advisory board of the Hong Kong government? Does quicksand exist? 
Is that actually a I thing? I have never seen it in Hong Kong. Some comic, it might have been John Mulaney, had this bit where he was like, I thought quicksand would be a much bigger threat to my life as an adult than it turned out to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. As like, a kid, it's yeah. like, all right, this is one of the top 10 things I'm going to have to worry about for yeah. my life. That yeah, and yeah. falling anvils. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah or like you'll, when was the last time an anvil landed yeah, on someone? Yeah, painted walls that look like tunnels that aren't really tunnels, yeah, stuff like that. really fast. Oh, God. It's, I don't know, man. Like, what, the beach thing doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. Again, look, I who am I to challenge the government's policy? But, but I, I think that you can, you know, I, I, I do this in China all the time, is at some point you just accept their logic yeah. And you're like, oh, it's because they fired all the lifeguards. Okay, that makes sense. Exactly. I mean, like, look, when the gyms first opened up, the rule was that you have to wear your face mask while working out. And I was like, okay, fair enough. You know, if you're in a crowd. And you know what I would love? Yeah. If they reopened the gyms that covered the mirrors to keep the number of people down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so like, we'll socially distance by yeah. keeping the douchebags out yeah, of the Yeah, the gym. mirrors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> wait. So, so maybe that's the gym's excuse for, like, a 50% capacity for restaurants. The restaurant. Just get rid of the yeah, mirrors. Yeah. yeah, it's half the people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the authority comes in like, let's make sense. Let's make sense. Oh my goodness. We, this is fantastic. We are going to ban mirrors in Hong Kong. And you know, with all the restrictions, like what's the, I mean, I'm not a bad guy. I don't go out. But let's, I go to shows, right? That's yeah. it for me. Uh, I go to restaurants when I can afford it, which is yeah, never. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, what do we miss in other than that? Jim? I mean, like, uh, things are pretty much back to... Pretty close yeah, yeah, to pretty normal. close, honestly. Like, even, I mean, you know life is back to normal when buffets are open. And guys guys that are listening, what are you, if you're in Hong Kong, what are you missing that's yeah. still what, banned? What, yeah, what's, yeah, what's still banned for you guys? I mean, buffets are open, so that tells me that it's, like, free for all now. I read an article that was, like, will this, will COVID mean the end of the buffet? And then that day, yeah. I was at a buffet. Yeah. I wasn't eating it, but I yeah. was like, oh, that article yeah. was wrong. You know? I mean, like, sneeze guards, that already solves half the problem there. But yeah, buffets are a really good sign to let you know we feel confident around people. I don't think they're going to suddenly be good. Yeah, well, no, the taste is irrelevant. Do you think that we're going to have a fourth wave? Is it too soon to ask that question? Uh, I think so. Based on what I read from different people talking, it's used to colder weather. And again, it's that feeling of, you know, you're starting to get used to life and you're like... But hang on a second. It's got nothing to do with the weather. No, no, no. no. I understand. What I'm How's saying it is getting like, in? That's the question. Yeah. Well, right? the thing is, it's basically just people come in and again, uh, you need like one guy who basically just has it. And then what... See... If you ask me the fourth wave, I feel it will happen, but we'll be so much faster actually yeah. gaining at this time. I think the problem with this one was testing got so low that it was a – I think that people were like, oh, this is exploding. I'm like, nah, it got big and we didn't realize it was there. I no, think that's what happened. No, this one was that they let the, the ship guys go on – Sure, but they also had exemptions for pilots and crew yeah, and yeah, stuff that's like that. I mean. But my point is, is that it got – the numbers went – quite high before they realized it was yes 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 you know that's what i'm saying is it wasn't exploding yeah yeah, it had been quietly growing yeah yeah, yeah, and when you catch it late yeah then the time that you can reopen gets pushed way back you know completely yeah i mean all look honestly it really was because the government was not willing to immediately shut down all the quarantine exempted people and stuff like that i'm like guys 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 we know it's coming from there i can't yeah you know So, so what i heard was the problem with both of these is basically you've got some tycoon who's got his yeah. money in shipping yeah. and he's gotten around it. But, exactly. but I think, I don't know, like I think they, they kept the shipping sickness in the shipping area. 
I don't think that was the one. No, that's why it was on Wong Tai Sin and all that because the shipping ports. Oh, really? I was around that area. Yeah. Okay. So it all happened because I. Where is that? That's in like Kowloon uh, Bay, that kind of area. Oh, okay. So I'm safe. Yeah. Yeah. So you're safe. Yeah. You're on Kowloon Bay. It's way far. You're Cornhill, not Kowloon. Ugh. Oh, my God. Is that God. near France? Uh, that unfortunately is closer to France than Hong Kong Island is. No, but so I honestly, if you ask me, I believe like even if the fourth wave does come, I think by this point, Everyone's like way diligent, man. Like yeah. way ready. Yeah, they but, get that they get that lockdown quick. Well, everyone knows the drill. We know the drill, yeah. Exactly. And, but I always think that was Hong Kong's advantage even in January. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we were so fast and people knew the drill. Yeah. And people were willing to abide by the drill, mostly because we've gone through size. And also, like I said, Hong Kong is like this. Like we're the type of people like, look, don't stop me from doing my stuff. If you need to me to do this to stop to avoid you know, stopping my life in the next two weeks. Let's do it for a week. We're all about the the initial heavy pain, so we get a long term relief. Yeah, I, I it's that's always been what it is, and of course the government's more like, nah, let's use minimum, you know, enforcement of anything. But see, we have the same thing in Australia. Is they're saying, wait, it's really low now. Just trust us to go out, and they're like, stay in your houses. Well, because I guess it's also the habits. I mean, like, let's be honest, people. Okay, I'll use the gym as an example. So in my gym now. Uh, he likes to lick the handle, the dumbbells. Hey, my tongue needs a workout. Right? Let <laughs> me just say, let me gotta scrape it on let something. Me, yeah, exactly. Right? It's called myofascial, fascial, whatever. I forget the name. Of it. Have you been to the gym? Yeah, I've been, been to the gym. Just destroying it. Do you wear the little gloves? I am. I am. No, no, no. I don't. I'm like a very free weight kind of guy. But my point is that I am at my lowest fitness level since maybe like the last four years. I was going to say that about you, actually. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm like, full belly going? A belly, the, the bony arms, the old, like, picking up <laughs> dumbbells, looking around, they're like, nobody look at the four pounds, nobody look at the four pounds. So how do they control it in the gyms? Is it like- so basically, initially, while you were working out, you all had to wear masks, okay? Which I was like, you know, fine, fair enough, whatever, right? Now you're allowed while you're working out. If you're walking to where you want to work out, you have to wear a mask. But when you're but working, that's like the restaurants, you know. Yeah. So if you get but nobody does it, nobody really does it. But you know, you kind that's of that's the law. But the cool thing is that even at my gym, up here and everything, half the people still have the masks on. And I'm talking like all sorts of people, like local Chinese uh, expats, whatever. And I was like, interesting, because I think partly everyone's so fed up. I'm like, dude, you know what? I'll keep this damn mask on. So we don't have this shutdown again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get those little freedoms. Yeah. So like, I think I'm so ready to stop wearing a mask, though. Oh my god. I think everyone is like, it's just, it's just getting annoying now. But the good, I mean, the better thing is the weather's better. So it's not so painful. Before it was it's summer, still pretty sweaty outside, though. It still is, but like way better than maybe you know two months ago, right? But I think it's just that everyone's fed up. Look, Andy, I'm sure like we're just fed up of. You know, limiting our mobility everywhere, being at home most of the time. You know, there's only so much sitting you can do. There's only so much waiting and like, oh, what are the news say? When are they going to open up? What's opening up now? You know, like I, even now, I'm like, I was so fed up. I'm like, dude, I, I love where I stay. But even by this point, I'm like, dude, this is ridiculous. I cannot be sitting at home, you know, trying to keep busy. Yeah. You know? Even with the comedy and everything, it's just like how much material can you Right oh, I can't. Wait. I gave up. I gave up. Yeah, I gave up. Same I just, here. I can't write without performing, man. And you have no goal in sight. Like, yeah, you know, what's the yeah, point? that's I true. I never tried this, so I by the time I tried, I forgot half of the things that I was thinking I, about. Yeah, it changes my life so much not being able to do shows because I would do shows. I mean, I'm like a stage whore, you know. I'll, I'll be out like four or five times a week. Yeah, every week. Yeah, and then I'm like at night. I'm like, oh, hi, kids. Yeah. You guys want to hit some punchlines? Yeah, exactly. You do the talking, kids. 
Sats is saying no writing. Yeah. I mean, I, I jot ideas down, but I'm yeah, not Yeah, but there's no them. motivation, man. Yeah, I don't you care. Know? I remember last time talking to you when uh, when things kind of opened up. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to start writing a bit more and you know, everything. After a while, I'm like, dude, what am I? What, what, what's yeah, the point? this is going nowhere. Yeah. You know? And then, like, even now, it's like, even when if you tell me, hey, it's going to be open mic, I'm like, I need a bit of momentum to build up again. By the way, for this show last night, yeah. Tambi played YUU on repeat for the 20 minutes before the show. Ah, uh, that is gold. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Everyone's walking me like, I need to buy something. Everyone's like, I need to get out. Yeah. <laughs> This show sponsored by Jardine. It felt pretty good to be back on stage. I, I'm sure it was, man. Rusty. Yeah. Bit slow to move. Yeah. Just couldn't think straight. Yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to do new stuff. It was yeah. terrible. I mean, that's the other thing as well is that, uh, like, I have, I'm sure you've done like, some virtual video. I did. Thing. I was, I did a show for New York Comedy Club. Yeah. But it's like 8 a.m. Yeah. Right? It's weird, right? Saturday it's 8 a.m. Saturday 8 a.m. And I'm in, like, my kids are in the next room. Yeah. 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 I was like, hey, everybody, just finished. Feeding my children, and then yeah. I put them in the cupboard so that Daddy could go, you know, service his comedy habit. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that was weird. I yeah. was, it was, it was, it was nice. Yeah, um, but I think so yeah. funny, dude. We're doing this. I did a show. Have you ever done the living room show? It's no. Turn. I, I should get you on that show. You'd love it. Wait, Turner Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I did the New York dude, show. That's I, living room show. You actually did it in Brooklyn, or you did the oh, no, 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 sorry, online. I did the actual show oh, right. years ago, and yeah. I kind of—I think I might have got him into that room. I can't remember. He runs it now, nice. and so he did the online version. Yeah, 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 yeah. And dude, as we're waiting, they're like playing the music and everything, and yeah. so, some girl goes, "Oh, I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun, and if it's not funny, we'll just hang up." Oh and like, god! Their microphones, like everybody yeah, starts yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the guys going like, "Oh, they're so started." I'm or? like, it's good if people have their mics on because you need to hear yeah, people yeah, yeah. laughing. Yeah. You know, yeah. But people just forget, you know, or like someone else walks in the room, yeah, you and is like, Sarah, you left your undies yeah. on the, the kitchen yeah. sink again. Yeah, exactly. That's so. That's the weird thing I was talking about. Like, I've done a few, like, let's say, online uh, talks or whatever. It's not as fun. It's not as fun. It's okay. It's like it's like if you're addicted to heroin, it's yeah. methadone. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's still a drug, but you know, not the same kind of. Feeling. It'll get rid of your uh, what do you call it, like the. The, the, the itches that you need, like that, that withdrawal symptom. Withdrawal, that's right. So, see, this is the thing that I, I, that will never be able to replace live comedy. Because when you're doing it online, the issue is that you've got to look into the camera, the abyss of the lens. Yeah. And when you look in there, even if you hear laughter, you're actually like you're alone in the room and you, you're hearing laughter in your head. You're not feeling. But don't you find there's some rooms where you can't see the crowd well enough to connect? But you can kind of maybe see silhouettes a bit, or you can visually imagine. Like, you'll see the room before the show starts, right? So you kind of know where everyone's sitting. With this one, it's just like a round circle, and depending on how well you paint your lens, maybe a few thumbprints as well. I didn't look at the lens actually. You don't look at the lens now that you mention it. Oh my god, really, dude? Like I'm like I have to look dead into the see, lens you're and be professional. like, "Professional, I'm, I'm amateur." Oh man, I don't know. Man. Dude, when I opened for Gaffigan in Bangkok, yeah. he has single spot, no other lights in the room. Okay. And it was a pretty big stage. I walked out, the lights on me, I, it was like being born. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. see anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, you know, 800 people sitting over there. Yeah. And there's, I couldn't see the mic stand. So I'm just wow. walking into light. Yeah. And then suddenly the mic stand like appears in front of me. I'm like, oh, yeah. And he starts telling jokes like, oh, they're over there. Yeah. yeah Looking yeah, that yeah. direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but but I, I've definitely done shows where it's I had right. a, 
that was the worst I've ever done for, yeah. for not being able to see the crowd. Yeah. But I've done shows where I'm like, they're, they're, they're really, I'm not getting a lot of yeah. like visually of where they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, you still get the acoustics, you know, from the sound. Sure. And the feel you can, yeah, feel, the feel, when it, yeah, you can yeah. feel it when you're not, yeah, when yeah. you're not that, laughing. You can't hear me. That might be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then your set list needs to change. <laughs> that's a bigger issue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that's the one thing that I've, I've learned to really appreciate, that, that real factor on being the real laughs, not the headphones anymore and here's what i love here's a okay here's a real big difference about the reopening of hong kong versus yeah. the rest of the world obviously some other parts of the world are opening up did you see that that like biker festival in the u.s and sturgis no. i think it's oh called? yeah yeah, yeah. they're gonna do like and they were joking about how it's good dude they hard. had two hundred and sixty thousand cases as a result of this festival yeah i remember i remember two hundred and sixty thousand. it was 20 percent of the u.s's total Incident count from like August second to September two. Typical man. Which is like you say twenty percent, twenty percent of the total count. So that means it was twenty five percent of the rest of the cases. Yeah, that's you know. insane. Man. Anyway, yeah. So so what my point is that if you're in a place that's opening up and still has COVID, you're not going to go back to normal. Yeah. Because people don't want to go out. Yeah. Right. But in Hong Kong, like when we when they came back on in May, within a week. Restaurants were back to ninety percent of their business yeah. on the weekends. Yeah, because everybody feels safe. Yeah, they will go out. Correct. So there's actually an opportunity to go back to normal, and that's when the comedy clubs sold out like six weeks of shows in a yeah. row. People are ready because man. there's not a lot of other stuff to do. Yeah, comedy is when you can't go on a holiday. It's yeah. a cheap form of entertainment. Right. You know. Yeah, and you know that is people feel safe. They can yeah. go out and sit in a room. Yeah. Like that's the big difference of being yeah. in a bubble. That's opening up versus being in a city that's opening up and still has COVID out there is you know, if you're just doing it in a, you know Texas or something the people in the room they're the psychopaths they yeah. don't want to be around yeah, yeah did yeah. you hear about DL Hughley no he was at a show in Texas I believe it was Texas he's on stage he collapsed on stage in a room full of people in a comedy club tested positive for COVID oh god oh man. that was a while ago that was like uh, April maybe I think. When you see like, people like that get it, you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, anybody then, I mean, yeah, it doesn't mean it's necessarily serious. But yeah. But still, I mean, it's just annoying that they've got it and it's like, ah, oh, here we go. Not yet another one. Yeah. But that's so. not a great, like, I don't want to get back to that situation. I want to get back to a situation where, you know, maybe I'm short-sighted. Who knows how this is going to play out? I yeah. think apparently the Oxford vaccine is getting pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. The, and I'm not saying I think a vaccine will come, and there's definitely an issue. With, if they yeah. don't fix this, yeah, there is an issue with these citadel situation where you've closed up all your borders. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, you know. Oh, just wait till next year and the session. But I'm like, just go for it. You know, keep the bubble. If you can get things open up again, basically, I want to do shows. Yeah. It. it's about me. I think honestly, at the end of the day, this also look. I'll be very very truthful. Like this has shown me a side of humanity of like such a simple thing. Yeah, a mask is annoying. And I'm saying that like, we've been waiting for so long, so that's why we're at a point where like I'm ready to take it off. But as much as we're ready to take it off, if we have to wear it, we're gonna wear it. Just but we're also done. wearing it in a city where there's detailed statistics showing that we're pretty safe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I say I'm ready to take it off, not because I think people shouldn't wear masks or whatever, but personally, I just understand there's 
very little COVID in the streets here. Yeah, correct. So yeah. me not having a mask on, it shouldn't yeah. be that big a deal. Exactly. So what I'm saying is that we've already done the calculation of the risk ratio and all that kind of stuff. And therefore, we're feeling after this level, I'm willing to take it off. Yeah, it's super low risk. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's, it's same like the gym, man. I mean, like at the gym, if I'm in my own corner, I don't really have to have my mask on anymore. I know I'm calculating the distance and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to get it in this corner over here. So I went to a yoga studio the other day. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and they had screens between the mats. Jeez. And I'm not very coordinated. I kept kicking the screen over. <laughs> and then they had this weird thing. I'd never seen it before. Have you seen this? It's like, it's not a face mask. Oh, it's a little. It's like a screen. And it sits on your chin. Yeah. And it rises up above your mouth. Okay, so this actually, And you're supposed to like have your legs over your head with this freaking plastic thing on your face. I'm so like, so I just breathe on each other. I first saw this uh, when I was at my friend's place and they were watching TVB, unfortunately. And so they actually had these interview shows. And so it's basically like, you know, like when you go to the restaurants and you have these guys with a little plastic over their mouths so yeah. they spit in the food? That's what it is. That's right? it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing. Yeah, so it's, it's like really a, weird. It's like a sneeze guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sneeze guard before your mouth so that when you talk, it can to your lips, but I don't get your spit. You know, now in a weird, really weird way, I have a few friends that could really use that. I've known them long before. I'm like, you know what, guys? Is it man. me? <laughs> Is this your polite way? I'm counting like, down to Christmas, Andy. You're like, I'll I'm, pay for the guy. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it is, man. So I'm just saying, like, like, but it's really weird when they make you wear it. And you're like, this is, this is so weird. Like, so I'm breathing into plastic and I'm doing yoga. Like, aren't we supposed to, be, you know? Be all like healthy and conscious. And you're like, let's breathe into this non-biodegradable plastic on your. Well, that's the thing is, breathing is such a huge part of it. They're exactly. Like, breathe gently. I'm like, yeah. yeah, and it's all steamy and foggy. Oh, like, it's oh, the worst. It's the worst. By the way, another funny thing: they say you're not supposed to eat for four hours before you do it. And I have a theory. I'm like, because I always eat before I do it. I'm yeah. like, oh, I think they just don't want anyone farting. Probably, or, or puking <laughs> for that matter as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the farting definitely, because everyone's like doing deep inhalation. Well, like, the thing is, it's like they have it like, so clean and fancy, and yeah. then it's like, yeah. like, come on, what are yeah. we doing? We're squeezing yeah, exactly. ourselves inside out. It's true, you're twisting and turning all the like, gas bubbles. Oh, right. it's all about the. Yeah, it's all, yeah, exactly. The detox out. and digest, people. Degassing. Degassing, getting it out of your system. That's a toxin, sir. That's a toxin. Worse than COVID. Oh my god, that's yeah, that's a different kind of fainting you'd be doing on stage if someone's part of that, that level. All right, as we get to the end of today, if anybody wants to call in, we're gonna bring you straight online. So there's a call-in feature for anyone listening through the Podbean interface. Feel free to call in and we'll dial you in. If you guys have got any more questions. Yeah, like we asked earlier on, like what, what what's not opened up for you that you're kind of thinking like why? Yeah, who's in Hong Kong that has had something that hasn't opened up for them yet that they want open? Yeah, I'm like passing judgment on all of society. Oh, you know, kindergartens have been open for ages. Yeah. Face to face? I've had my kid in kindergarten. Like the first week of August, they did an online thing. Yeah, online. For the first week only. And it was face to face after that? He's been in there since the second week of August. Wow. I didn't know that. Outdoor basketball court, Sat said. They're still closed? Oh, I did not know that. I thought they were open. Well, let's just be honest. I mean, like outdoor basketball in Hong Kong is not exactly that exciting. I mean, yeah, it's certainly not. Yeah, played to a high I mean, standard. I'm not looking at like three on three, bam, bam, bam. Whoa, yeah, all yeah. right, Michael Jordan. Yeah, though. exactly. No, okay, so those are closed. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I see again outdoor. That's a keyword that I don't do much with. <laughs> yeah, that's basketball. Yeah, I don't. Made. I don't entangle with and court. Uh, you know what? Did you see. watch the last dance? I had, oh, it's it so is, good. I don't watch any basketball. Dude. That was amazing. That was amazing to me because like, I really was a big basketball fan 
growing up. Oh, really? I was, a, I was huge. And you were the same era, right? Yeah, Chicago yeah. Bulls when I was a kid. Yeah, it's yeah. funny because I was like, why did we even know about the Chicago Bulls in Australia? And then I watched that. I was like, oh. Yeah. And same here. It's like that. I was huge with the NBA, dude. I knew all the teams, all the players. I had basketball cards. But, you know, I, yeah, I, I knew you like Scotty Pippen. And yeah, yeah. But that. I mean, like, I'm talking like, it's because of the NBA, I would know half of the states and cities. In, in, so you would know the people in the documentary. Oh, yeah. Full on. It's I would that know all era. Them. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. All the guys that come alone, I said Thomas, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was full. I was like, oh, I mailman. Oh, the mailman come alone. Oh, yeah, man. So all that stuff and the last dance now, that I have to say, the story behind it, I'm like, now that. That's a great, it's just a great story. He's just like so an, good. An, an enigmatic character. Yeah. Jordan. But you know what I liked a lot is that it also talked about the other side that sometimes is frustration. Like he was saying, I don't want to be a role model sometimes. But I just yeah. want to be and I'm like, I, I totally get it. Like it's the comedian on stage that people come up to you. Like, hey man, you know, uh, could you tell us a few jokes? You know, he's this guy's really depressed. I'm like, no dude. It doesn't work that way. So I was talking to Will Sylvince about it. I asked him if he watched it. He's like, I don't support Michael Jordan. Because apparently there's a view within the African-American community that he does not help African-Americans. Oh, yeah. because Okay, so even in the documentary, right, it, it talked about that uh, politician that asked for his vote of confidence. And he said, keep I away from I felt like it. he looked pretty good in that one. But Will gave other examples. I'm sure. Like, look, let's be honest. The PR ability of Michael Jordan, Nike, and all these guys, like, they will definitely ignore. Look, you're well, you know, he, he commissioned that documentary, right? Well, there you go, right over as, there. As, right? as Garen said, it's not really a documentary in the sense that I don't, know, like I don't agree, I don't agree with his terminology, but his, his logic of what he was saying was this what this isn't an, an objective story. Yeah. Well, let's be very honest. I what mean, documentary I, is. Exactly. I was just going to say that. What documentary it's just is the, objective? The agenda aligns with the subject. Yeah, correct. And, and if anything, but it's it just. But it did paint him pretty bad in some ways. Like, I guess, I mean, they wanted to show that he's not perfect. But the things, let's be honest now. If Michael Jordan were to come out with a new line of Air Jordans now, I'm pretty sure there's a new bunch of people going, like, oh, I don't wear that now. Dude, first pair of running shoes yeah. that I ever had that weren't like just white shoes, yeah. Air Jordans. Really? I've yeah. never worn Air Jordans, man. I must have been 10 or something. Oh, God. I yeah. could never afford it. Like I was I was really a big fan of the Reebok pumps and everything. I couldn't afford that either. But I was like, oh, I, I can't afford any of these shoes. Now that I can kind of afford it, I'm like, ah, I just wear simple, boring shoes. I'm good. I got Ren Bands on. Yeah. No Ren Ben? No, dude. Dude, it costs 70 Oh, wait, dollars. that's a Chinese brand, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I get my Ren Ben's dirty. I just yeah. buy the same pair again. Nice, it's our dude. Yeah, dude. Even me, I'm like $200, $300. They're like, it was so funny. I'm hiking and people are like, oh, I don't have the right shoes on. I'm like, I'm wearing Ren Ben's. Yeah, so shut up. Right. <laughs> yeah, your shoes are just fine, man. <laughs> You're getting a job done. Yeah, so uh, right now, I honestly, in a week's time, I'm. I, I, all I'm lacking now, if you ask me, is the live live shows being live shows. Yeah, you know, I really. But obviously, your work has been hugely impacted. Hugely impacted, not like mine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like all the events now, live events have been canceled. You know, annual dinners, whatever. But the good thing is, many, many, many companies have accepted the online version of. So they switch. They switched to that. When, yeah. when do you feel like they switched? I that. would say, honestly, it would be in August because usually planning of the end of the year party starts in August. So in August, you started to book online stuff. People were contacting about Yeah, yeah. And, and basically, most of the events, when they do book you on a certain date, it's already assumed it's going to be online. Do you think they'll switch to offline now? The uh, no, up? no. You think they like, locked it in? Yeah, I think the risk is far too high for them to book a venue. And they, they're like, we're not risking that thing getting canceled. Because it's a lot of money, man. Like, if you book a big venue for, let's like, say, 500 people, you know, and then you've got the food and the this and that. Yeah, I do know that a lot of places that want to get rent in, they're doing deals that they would never have done before. Oh, yeah, dude. 
like like no deposit. Yeah, yeah. Or, or some. That's actually what I do now as well for my gigs. I don't really. Do yeah, I, I'm willing to waive the deposit. I mean, it, it's, it's deposit is a luxury when you've got leverage, but the leverage is pretty limited now. When people are just like, well, it's not yeah. that we're going to go with someone else; it's that we just can't. Exactly. Yeah. Commit to this. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, that's. You, you're seeing exactly right, as in like there's the rooms and stuff now that either are not taking deposit. So a lot of these these properties are doing what's called turnover rent. Yeah. It's basically saying you don't pay rent unless you make money. Oh, so like the co-working spaces, one of those office spaces? I mean, mean? property. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. They, huh. they just like, we need to get something in. Yeah, true. You know? I wouldn't be surprised really because like for them, they're like, if we lose you, it's this guaranteed zero. So we don't mind kind of risking with you then we build good rapport with you, with your company as well. And you feel like we're on your side. So if anything, you want to stay here longer in the long term. Yeah. I mean, they'll jack it up when they can. Yeah. That's but, obvious. But for now it's like, we'd rather have someone in paying something yeah. than nothing. True. True. Well, all I can say is that if there's any podcast listeners who are in the government or the advice board, please tell the government that live shows are important. I have a feeling that the, the reason why they're not officially allowing it, like why restaurants are all open because they don't watch shows. The oh, it's like Carrie Lamb in the bars. Yeah. she Her perception of bars, she's yeah. like, they're all just having sex on the table. I know. I was like, you know, Carrie, like, I think you're missing half the point. There's a lot more than just, you know, courting. Also, it's this idea that when people are stressed out, the small things that de-stress people are incredibly valuable. Oh. Andy, like being like, able to socialize functionally. Yeah. Is big. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'll tell you this. The gym for me is the equivalent. So like the gym being shut for like, what, 50 days? Dude, my health has just deteriorated like crazy. You yeah, know? I was going to point that out actually. Yeah. Um, you know. And I think if there's anyone from the government listening to this podcast, please skip the first 15 minutes. <laughs> please. I'd like to stay here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think yeah. WeChat's great. Well, it's great. We like to chat all the time. There's in no I in WeChat. Yeah, exactly. In short, WeChat. There's no I in WeChat because I will be blocked permanently. Exactly, yeah. That'd be way um, all, right. all right, guys. I think we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks for listening. It's been a lot of fun. As you know, we'll be doing this every Sunday at 11 a.m. Next week, we have a pretty exciting guest. We've got a chef going to come on uh, from an Italian restaurant and he's going to tell us all about how it's been for the restaurants, what their plans are and how they're coping with the situations. It will be very interesting. We'll learn more about spicy meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to talk in like a hacky Italian accent. Like, hey, uh, yeah. tell me about the, your restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. And what will happen and is we'll try not to sound like a Borat. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? If we can arrange it, we'll try to put a pipe somewhere so you can come up and down through it. all right guys thanks for tuning in and uh we'll see you next week bye